Hey, Summit family, it's Justin, one of your pastors here at the Summit, and this Sunday is our annual day of rest, and in case you're new to the Summit, uh, what that means, what that is, uh, is just a day every year that we as a church family break from our normal Sunday gathering rhythms to simply receive uh, and enjoy the gift of rest together as a church. And in the past, uh, we've uh, met in Curtis Park together. We've met in small groups and done different restful, just life-giving activities together. And it's just been a practical way for us to honor and bless our leaders uh, and our volunteers with the gift of rest, um, but also practice what we believe about rest together as a church family. Specifically, that rest is not a necessary evil, uh, but is a gift from God to be received and delighted in. And so even though it's going to look different today uh, because of our current circumstances, we still believe in the goodness and the necessity of rest. And so I'm going to spend just a few minutes today simply offering you some reflections and, and hopefully an encouragement about the gift of rest. And when I first started praying and thinking about what I would share with you all today, I started preparing just like I would for any other sermon. Uh, so I started studying the text, reading commentaries, drawing up an outline. Uh, but after a day or so of my normal sermon preparation process, I just felt this sense that I was missing something. Um, I just had this strong impression that our family needed something different today than what I had initially prepared and planned. And as I thought more and I prayed more about this topic of rest and, and tried to think about how I would want to hear it, um, and honestly how I need to hear it, uh, what I realized was that I didn't necessarily need another sermon on rest. Like I know rest is important and even commanded. I know I can't be healthy physically or spiritually without it. Yet somehow, I still manage to neglect it way too often. Somehow, I still go through seasons when I feel chronically fatigued and exhausted and just overwhelmed by life. And what I really need, and, and even sense that many of you might need today, is someone to just simply remind you and to encourage you about the gift of rest. Someone to just sit with you for a few minutes to empathize with where you're at right now without judgment, without guilt, and to encourage you to believe and to practice what you already know to be true about your desperate longing and need for real rest. So that's my goal for today. I'm not going to exegete uh, or preach from Matthew in the way that we normally do on Sundays. I'm just simply going to offer a simple pastoral encouragement, perhaps an extended pastoral encouragement, on the topic of rest from Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And these are some of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. Um, and I, I'm going to, in confidence, uh, I'm just going to pray that the Spirit of God will meet us wherever we're at today and provide the gift of rest and refreshment to our weary souls. So let me just pray real quick and we'll jump into it. Father, you know where we're at. You know the burdens that we're carrying. You know the pressures that we're facing, the anxiety that we might feel. 
uh, today and even just the fatigue that we might feel. And uh, you can empathize with that. Um, and you alone uh, can fix that. You alone can take that away and you alone can restore uh, us to a place of flourishing and thriving and health and abundance. And so I pray that as we reflect on these words of Jesus in Matthew today, that your spirit would do that in our hearts, and that your spirit would do what we can't do for ourselves. And pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So something I've noticed over the past couple of months of living through this pandemic, particularly when we were in the stay-at-home phase, uh, is that outside of trying to parent two young kids while working from home, I'm sure many of you can relate to that, in many ways, my life has felt less full, like a little bit slower um, a really and really just simpler uh, overall because of the restrictions and some of the limitations that have been in place. And um, even though those things are true, I don't exactly feel any more rested. Uh, in fact, in many ways, I feel the exact opposite of rested. Most days I feel more fatigued and exhausted, uh, and there seems to be this undercurrent of frustration and anxiety and stress in my life, even though I'm doing less. And as I've talked with many of you, I've noticed the same thing. Um, I've had many conversations over the past few weeks, just checking in to see how folks are doing, and not once has anyone described their current status as rested. I've heard bored. I have heard fatigued, I have heard overwhelmed, I've heard stir-crazy, confused, disoriented, all things I can relate to, but I haven't heard anyone say, I just feel rested. Not once, not once has anyone said that. And as I've thought about this in light of our current reality, I've kind of realized that even though rest has many forms, and we have many different ideas about what is restful and what isn't restful, the reality is that not all rest is created equal. And here's what I mean by that. The reason why my life can feel less crowded with work meetings and social commitments and travel plans and play dates, yet I can still feel tired and worn out all the time is because real rest is more than just the absence of activity. Now, without a doubt, ceasing from activity is important, but Ceasing from activity, slowing down, simplifying is just the starting point for real rest. To really embrace the gift of rest and to truly rest well, we have to consider more than just the physical implications of rest, but the spiritual implications as well. See, we're whole people, right? Mind, body, soul, both physical and spiritual. And to truly experience the gift of rest in the way that we were created to, our rest must touch both the physical and spiritual aspects of our being. And usually when we think about our need for rest, we immediately jump straight to thinking about physical rest, getting enough sleep, getting the right kind of sleep, meditation, even taking naps on occasion. Physical rest gets a lot of attention. And most of us are familiar with the problem of chronic overworking in our culture. And we've, been, and we've heard how important it is to have a healthy balance of work and rest in our life. And whether or not we actually do those things may be another issue. But the point is that we understand that a lack of physical rest can lead to all sorts of health issues and even impact our relationships, quality of life, and performance at work. 
But oftentimes when we think about rest, we totally overlook spiritual rest. It's just an afterthought. Maybe it's because it's a little bit more abstract and we just don't have a clear category for it. But the reality is, is that we can never truly find real rest or feel fully rested unless we're attending to both our physical and spiritual needs for rest. And personally, I think that helps explain how I can come out of a season where physically I've been less active, my schedule has been less full of commitments, I've gotten plenty of sleep, and have even been working out more than ever, yet I can still feel this perpetual sense of fatigue and exhaustion setting in. In fact, I don't think it's a stretch to say that we can never truly feel physically rested unless we are resting spiritually as well. Because the physical and the spiritual parts of us are intimately connected. See, the real temptation here is to believe that our struggle with fatigue and exhaustion is merely a physical problem. It's easy to believe that if we just simplify our lives, adjust our schedules, and slow down, that we can manage and even remedy the chronic fatigue that we feel inside. But the problem with this thinking is that even though it may provide some temporary relief and certainly has a place in helping us set up our lives in a sustainable way, it doesn't address what's going on under the surface at the level of our souls. Only spiritual rest can properly address and even relieve the spiritual fatigue that we feel inside. Spiritual fatigue manifests itself in many ways, some ways in which we may not even be aware of. If we're constantly feeling anxious or stressed or even depressed, there's a good chance that we may be spiritually tired. If we're struggling with our identity and our sense of value and calling in life, it's possible that our souls are fatigued and depleted. If we're prone to anger or discontentment or cynicism, there's a high probability that we might be neglecting our spiritual needs. If we're feeling confused, disoriented, or lonely, we may have lost touch with our inner dynamics. If we're having a hard time regulating emotions or are particularly sensitive to the slightest offenses, that can be an indication that our souls are in desperate need of rest. Have you ever stopped to consider that reality, that just like your physical body, your soul needs to be cared for, to be nourished, to be replenished? Whether you're aware of the needs of your soul and the symptoms of spiritual fatigue in your life or not, you're probably aware of all the ways that you consciously or subconsciously try to fix your unrest. Sometimes we indulge in hobbies and recreation to the point of obsession. Sometimes we put too much expectation and pressure on a particular relationship in our lives to help us feel loved. Sometimes we consume media to distract us from the emptiness we feel, um, or we buy things to, to fill that inner void, or we turn to social media for the validation and the approval from others that we're not getting elsewhere. Sometimes we run after experiences or give ourselves to various causes to help us feel like we're not wasting our lives and making every moment count. But when one experience or cause ends, we just find ourselves desperately searching for the next. If any of that sounds or feels familiar, you're not alone. Not only can I relate to your sense of inner restlessness, but even more importantly, Jesus can. And he offers us hope. In these verses in Matthew, Jesus was surrounded by men and women who felt similar to the way that you may feel today. 
He looked at the crowd and he could see the exhaustion in their faces. He could feel the stress that they were carrying in their bodies, and he could sense the fatigue they felt in their souls. The religious and social pressure they were under was crushing them, and he looks on them with compassion, and he offers them this invitation. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's the invitation that Jesus is offering you and me today. Simply to come to him, to get away with him, to learn from him, to receive rest from him. And the kind of rest that Jesus has in mind here is spiritual rest, an inward rest, a rest in our inner being. So he knows the havoc that spiritual exhaustion can have in our lives, our minds, our bodies, our souls. His audience in this passage was filled with people who are overwhelmed, exhausted, burned out from spiritual striving. Their lives were full of spiritual activity and void of spiritual relationship. They were well-versed in doing things for God while neglecting being with God. I don't know about you, but my spiritual rhythms have been thrown all out of whack the past few weeks. I thought I'd have more time and more bandwidth to cultivate intimacy with Jesus, but for one reason or another, that just hasn't been the case. And I feel the effects of that in my life, in my relationships, my prayer time, in my parenting, and my ability to cope with stress and handle conflict. And it's easy for me to feel guilt and shame for that, which only compounds the discouragement and even depression that I feel at times. And the longer that I'm stuck in this downward spiral, the more spiritually fatigued and exhausted I become. My soul feels tired. My identity is distorted and my sense of calling is unclear. It's easy to become so spiritually depleted and disoriented that you know you can't stay where you're at, but you either don't know what steps to take or find yourselves too tired to take them. I've been there, I I know what that feels like. And at the same time, I think there's a temptation here for many of us, me included, uh, to want to figure out all the things that we need to do to come to Jesus and to receive this rest. And as much as I believe in the importance of spiritual practice and and the role of intention in our spiritual formation, to jump straight there seems a bit counterintuitive to me. Because tired people don't want to be told, here's everything you need to do to get rest. Tired people are too tired to do anything, right? And more importantly, according to Jesus, this rest is a gift. It's something that he gives us, not something that we earn by way of spiritual merit. And that's why I love these words of Jesus so much. See, he doesn't lay out the 12 steps for spiritual enlightenment or or a list of series of requirements. He just simply says, come to me. Not fix yourself first or clean yourself up or keep your distance until I've warmed up to you again, but to come now, just as you are, no matter how long it's been, run to me. Drop everything and get away with me because your life depends on it. 
Come to me and give me your pain, your wounds, your anxieties. Come to me, give me your failures and your brokenness. Come to me, give me your disappointment and despair. Come to me with your spiritual and emotional fatigue and exhaustion and let me replace it with rest. Jesus is inviting us into an ongoing, daily, moment-by-moment relationship with himself in which spiritual rest characterizes our daily experience. In fact, that's the essence of the Christian faith. Christianity is an invitation into a relationship characterized not by spiritual striving, but by spiritual rest. So if you're feeling spiritually fatigued, if your soul feels weary, Jesus invites you to come, to get away with him, to sit with him, to be with him, to enjoy him. Don't feel the pressure to make up for lost time or to be standoffish because it's been a while. Run to him today. Take a long walk and leave your phone at home and and notice the movements of God in your life. Pay attention to what he's doing and what he's saying to you. Take the rest of the afternoon and find a quiet spot in a park or, or go to the mountains and listen for the voice of God in your life and receive his love for you. Parents, serve one another by taking the kids while the other gets a half hour, even an hour with Jesus this afternoon, and then switch off. Let the spiritual refreshment and renewal that you find during your time in the presence of God propel you to do it again tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. That's how spiritually fatigued people become spiritually rested people. They sit with Jesus day after day after day, sometimes for five minutes and sometimes for several hours. And as they do that, Jesus takes our burdens, our anxieties, our fears, and he replaces them with the gift of rest, renewal, refreshment in our inner being, rest for our souls. So if you relate with anything that I've said today, let me just remind you that you're not alone. I know where you're at. I really do. I'm all too familiar with spiritual fatigue. And sometimes I go through seasons where spiritual rest feels like a distant memory or an impossible reality. And in those moments, I remember the invitation of Jesus here in Matthew to come and to keep on coming, to learn from him, to linger in his presence, to rest in his goodness. And every single time, he's faithful to provide the rest that my soul desperately needs and longs for. I know it can feel a little bit overwhelming to know what exactly to do with this. Um, And so if the words of Jesus are resonating with you today, but you're still not sure what it practically looks like for you to come to him and abide with him Let me just leave you with this simple practice that you can do later today or sometime later this week. And maybe right now, all you have the time or all you have the bandwidth to do is to simply schedule a time where you're going to sit in the presence of God and work through this simple practice with him. And that's totally fine. Just do that. So here's what you're going to do. It's going to be up on the screen here. You're going to find a time. You're going to take a few moments to become quiet in God's presence, becoming aware of his loving presence with you, Without judging yourself or trying to fix anything, just allow yourself to become aware of any symptoms of spiritual fatigue in your own life right now. Sit quietly with God with whatever it is that you're noticing. Then after a few moments, invite God to show you what the source 
or sources of your fatigue might be. Again, without judging or trying to fix anything. Don't try to think your way into this awareness. Instead, just allow God to show you what he wants you to see. And as you become aware of the sources of fatigue in your own life, ask God, what are we going to do about that? Let me pray for us. Father, I am grateful for the rest, the spiritual rest that you offer us. And I'm grateful that you give it freely um, and simply, no strings attached. All we need to do is to get to you, to come to you in faith, to commune with you, to abide with you. And God, I know what it feels like to be spiritually fatigued. Um, And I know so many folks are really struggling with that right now for many different reasons. And so I ask that today your spirit would produce within us the faith that we need to come to you, to carve out this space, uh, to sit with you, to be in your presence and to receive this gift of rest that Jesus is offering. I pray this in his name. Amen.